0: Good evening and welcome to Better Than Wine with Sean and Riley.
1: It's <laughs> gonna have my giant sigh at the beginning.
0: Oh yeah. That's why I jumped in.
1: Great. Also, we are recording this on New Year's Eve. It is exactly 946 PM where we are, and the fireworks have been going for about an hour for no particular yeah. reason.
0: Hopefully they're not gunshots. I think they're fireworks we'll find out. Stay tuned.
1: Fireworks. (laughs) That's what I told Benny.
0: All right. Well, then that has to be true.
1: She goes, no mom, fireworks sound different. (laughs) And I said, well, these are just mm, ugly fireworks. And so they just sound worse.
0: Wow. What kind of lessons are you teaching our daughter?
1: That cheap fireworks sound like (laughs) garbage sound like firecrackers in a garbage can.
0: Hmm. Good. Alright.
1: Pretty sure it's not legal to set off fireworks any day besides the 4th of July in North Carolina. I don't know. Anyway. Does it matter? We're not engaging. No. Also, I have to fix the camera. Do you? Yeah.
0: Oh, well.
1: It's fine. We're gonna keep rolling. I hope so. Because... Every time we push the button, we shift it Oh, it to it, the...
0: yeah.
1: I wasn't really paying
0: attention to that.
1: We need you more centered. Oh, it's like turning on its own.
0: Cool. It has a mind of its own.
1: What if I... Well, now it seems to be doing it again.
0: Yeah. All right. So. It's the high quality content.
1: High quality. Quabity Everybody.
0: Quality. High quality. Quabity. Quabity ass That's your job. <clears throat> I
1: don't know. I
0: forgot. Now it's gonna move again. I know. Okay. That'll do. It's all good. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh my gosh. Get it together. I'm sorry.
1: Do you wanna start over or just keep going?
0: Oh, I almost feel like we should start over, but yeah. I don't know. The first intro was so good.
1: Do you want me to sigh again?
0: No, it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be as organic.
1: Right, we'll decide right now.
0: Hmm, we'll either just keep it going and just do all that or.
1: Listen, guys, if you want better camera work,
0: give us money for better cameras.
1: <laughs> yep. I, did, I felt like that was aggressive. We would love to do to donate? We would love we're
0: to. Ne- no, we're not donating. <laughs> we don't have any <laughs> <We> can't donate <laughs> to anyone.
1: We're in the negative right now. Yes. Very negative. Mm-hmm. It was a very leap of faith thing to just purchase all of this equipment. Yep. On a road trip.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Where the service was so bad that Amazon wouldn't load.
0: Yeah. True.
1: Um we're not drinking wine tonight.
0: Nope. Huh.
1: I'm drinking water.
0: It's New Year's Eve, so it's, it's fitting. Wait, oh, it that seems a, backwards.
1: A dry po- It is backwards. <laughs> it's a dry podcast tonight.
0: Mhm. Yep. Um
1: What are we talking about?
0: <laughs> well, we are going to Sort of chronologically continue what we've been talking about. Okay. Um. Here we last time talked about Genesis chapter three Mm -hmm. in the fall, Uh, and then this time we're gonna talk a little bit about Genesis chapter four and uh, some other things. John Paul II kind of goes off of with that.
1: Okay. May yeah. I have a Bible? Oh, sure. Thank you. Alright. <laughs> Sorry. Um.
0: So, the thing with this, and I'll look in the GP2 words, um... <clears throat> That I don't think it's as important to like read the whole chapter.
1: No, I do want to go back to something though. Oh sure. Oh yeah. So I don't. We're not gonna read the whole chapter because yeah. also it's it's not very long. But mm-hmm. that was really difficult to do without messing up. And it seems like if we were going to read the whole chapter or something again, mm. that you should have to do it. That's fair. Because um, the words just started to scramble for me. Yep. And that, and, and then I would get worried that I was going to mess up. Mm. And so I would try to focus extra hard, but when you try to focus <laughs> extra hard, it, the words yeah. were like just scrambling more.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Um. Okay. So tonight we're talking about. it's our primary topic is the spousal meaning of the body, or no? Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: That's the keyword. The buzzword.
1: Cool. I'm gonna move this just a little bit this way. Okay. Because I can't see. Yeah. So I'll I'll be
0: sitting up more when I'm, not looking at this. Oh, I don't
1: believe you at all.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> be too uh, slouched, slunched. slunched.
1: Hashtag slunched. Good. Tag us on Twitter. No. Don't do that.
0: No, don't do that.
1: <laughs> Actually, you can if you want to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put that kind of restriction on our listen listeners.
0: I mean, we, yeah. See, we can say things, but you know, people can do whatever they want. That's it's really Instagram. You guys to decide.
1: Oh, it's so true. Zucker. Just in case anyone's wondering, we are not, and we never will be on TikTok. (laughs) That is where I draw the line.
0: Yeah. Nope. 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 Nope.
1: Um, Okay, so spousal meaning of the body. Let's go back to Genesis 2 for a second. Sure. Go there. As that is kind of where this begins. Sorry. Okay, thanks. (laughs) Go ahead. Um... Genesis 2:23 where God brings Ad, uh, sorry Eve to Adam Then man said this at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man Therefore a man leaves his father and his mother and clings to his wife and the two become one flesh And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed Mm -hmm. Which I've read this, I think, two episodes ago. We talked about mm -hmm. a different aspect of it. Um, Yeah. Oddly enough, we did not bring it up when talking about original nakedness.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we kind of skipped
1: it. And shame and and everything. So. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about it now. Good. Because. uh, That. One flesh thing.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. I'm
1: gonna be extra eloquent tonight. Good. Also, I'm... My ADHD is like fireworks. Yeah. It's a firework. So... Okay. Sorry to everyone who's listening. Um... Go ahead.
0: What? What do you mean? Go ahead with what?
1: This is like the jumping off point for the spousal meaning of the body.
0: Okay, but you just like said what it was, not it's like, go ahead. Like, oh. I didn't have any context to kind of work with.
1: Do there. you have anything you want to talk about <laughs> regarding this?
0: Sure. So,
1: verse? I just. So. Well, first, let's talk about what it means to be spousal. Mm hmm and
0: then put the verse in that context yeah so I mean spousal I think it is pretty simple you can kind of keep it simple where it's uh, you know behaving as a spouse would behave as someone uh, you know like a married person Uh, and it's this idea of sort of giving of yourself for the other Uh, You know, that sort of, in varying degrees, a sacrificial way.
1: Okay, so, primarily, Adam, kind of in a passive way, does that in Eve's very creation. Right, yeah. He gives up himself mm-hmm. for her existence. Yep. What was the other part that you said?
0: It's... Um, what did I say? I don't know. It's, yeah, uh, giving of yourself. Right. And again, just in a... Just in many different ways, and I like think for most people, it's in small ways, um, but if, you know, it's sacrificial giving of yourself. You know, again, it's not always like you know go. Die on a cross for someone, uh, kind of level, but that. right. Um, but I don't know sometimes you say it's sort of like sacrificial and it seems like more dramatic than it needs to be necessarily mm-hmm. you know it's more like you, know, you go take the trash out or something without being asked to do it and not like waiting until the trash can is like overflowing you know that, like that like, a small a thing as that right that you're you know caring about someone else's good <laughs> in again in just different ways yes but I think you made a good point that it's like Adam uh, in Eve's creation even though again he was knocked out completely uh, and had no idea what was happening it's part of him that is taken from him to create Eve and again that this there's another thing kind of like talked about last time that it's like okay yeah God did not need Adam's rib to make Eve it wasn't like God was like uh, used all my person creating (laughs) stuff on Adam so I gotta take something back like he's God he could have just made Eve also Um, but intentionally takes a part of Adam to make Eve and and it's so Obvious, even to Adam at that moment when he first sees Eve, like you just read, uh, right? This is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Right. Uh, Because it literally, it like Eve literally is, (laughs) you know, like made from his, you know, rib that was taken from him. Yeah. Uh, And then I think it's interesting too, like where it kind of goes from there, uh, that you know, it's like. Adam says, sees Eve and says, says saying, She's bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. Uh, and it's like, Therefore, a man shall leave his mother and his father and cling to his wife. Uh, it's like, Oh, that's why. That's what it's saying. It's like, That's right. why you, um, you know, a man leaves his father and mother uh, to be united, to cleave to his wife, however you want to translate mm-hmm. it.
1: And they become one flesh.
0: They become one flesh, exactly. Yeah,
1: she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man leaves his father and his mother and clings to his wife, or cleaves to his wife. Yes. Or unites, or... Cleave
0: is pretty common, I feel like.
1: I feel like cleave is the dissected word. Like, you can find a lot on that. Yeah. What that means. Exactly. Scripturally. Right. If you're like for exegesis. Exegesi?
0: It's probably accurate.
1: How do I not know the plural of this word and also have a theology it's, it's, degree? It's
0: probably, yeah, exegesi. Cacti? No, I mean, yeah, but sure. Go Octopi? Ahead. Good, go ahead.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay.
0: What were you going to say about exegesis? You said if if you're looking for one, and then you...
1: No, I was saying, that was like the end of my statement. Like, if cleave is the word that has been...
0: Oh, so there are... And then you, I said you, if you're looking you for the then you pretty easily. look for
1: an exegesis on that.
0: Okay. Alright, sorry I didn't follow the full
1: thought. Yeah. That's okay. Sorry, it was kind uh, of backwards. I always speak yeah, kind of reversed.
0: A little bit. Um, but yeah, I think again, this is just something... I think people like to, the word cleave because... Especially you can kind of get the little catchphrase like... Meant to leave and cleave. You know, that's what they say. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yes.
1: Um. So. We had a question submitted to us Mm -hmm. about this particular leaving and cleaving.
0: Yes. Good.
1: Which was, why is it the man who leaves and cleaves? And Sean tried to do research?
0: Yeah, a little bit, and I didn't find any kind of resources for this particular question. Uh, that it wasn't something that anybody seemed to really have talked about, um, and that could have been—I don't know—maybe like I didn't. Well, I think the question, especially the
1: right. since, uh, well, we we know at least from later accounts of the Jewish tradition that the woman would leave her family and be taken into the man's house mm-hmm. and so that was kind okay. of the context I think in which this question was asked
2: mm-hmm. okay
1: um, does that, I mean, that make you think of anything or
0: not particularly other than um, you know the only thing I think of you know when I read and you hear this passage is Uh, you know, the man, like, therefore, man shall leave his mother, father. Um, You know, because it is. I think it part of it is that it's sort of drawing on the difference in the role, Mm -hmm. man versus a woman, where uh, a man who is single, unmarried, living with his parents, uh, is probably you know kind of more accustomed to not having really that much, as much much responsibility Mm -hmm. um, as far as, you know, worrying about taking care of himself or someone else, Uh, right, for the most part, you know, his parents are there to kind of provide that for him. Um, But then, right, if he's going to, um, you know, become a husband, (laughs) his own role changes, Mm-hmm. From son to husband, uh, and so I mean yeah, I think this was that you can't. Um, it's not that you can't be both, because right, you're still someone's son, but right the your role as husband becomes more primary, as you know, kind of the biggest change you know in your life up to that point, uh, where now you're responsible for not only yourself but for someone else too. Um, where before you were the one kind of more or less being taken care of. Um, so I, I feel like that's probably more why, because then if you think about it, especially in the context of this being written so, so long ago, that it was, I'm sure, much more common that right, a, a woman, especially a young woman, um, again, wouldn't, would have been accustomed to sort of being taken care of. Um, that, you know, she, I mean maybe she does she probably has some work that she does but that for the most part it's her father kind of providing for their family um, her not really having that role so much but as more of the one being taken care of uh, and whereas that continues and doesn't change all that much as um, a wife or in this context mm-hmm. that um, she is still the one in in her role as wife to be, taken care of. Um, of course, there is still a big change there, for the woman too. But um, I think that's kind of more where this is coming from, probably. Okay. Why it focuses on the man. Um, and we kind of we sort of talked about this, I guess, uh, in our last uh, episode a little bit about you know the role of the man, mm-hmm. particularly in the account of the fall um, how Adam failed in his role right. as the man, as the husband um, <clears throat> so again that's just, that's really the only thing I can kind of think of, why it would not specify right, this is why you know, like, a person or a man or and woman leave their father's and mother's <laughs> Why it wouldn't specify differently. Right. Um, But uh, honestly, I really don't know. And again, because there's probably people um, a lot smarter than me who (laughs) could kind of give a better answer, but I just haven't, I could not find anybody who.
1: It definitely. focused on it. I mean, the position you just presented sounds plausible to me, but we will keep. Mm hmm looking for resources and an answer yeah regarding this question-hmm uh, because I'd be very interested to know if there was some significance I mean I'm sure there is some significance I guess what that is
0: yeah yeah I can't imagine anything different than that of the the man being kind of like the provider
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um. And again, just kind of signifying that change in life uh, from being, you know, um, a child to becoming, right, uh, you know, a, a husband, <laughs> and you know, more just grown and with responsibility, and and the change that comes with that, mm-hmm. um, where it's like just saying, okay, you're no longer. Um, you know, you're no longer kind of attached in a way to your parents, but uh, now you are um, completely attached to your spouse. Uh, this other person, you know, kind of changed, not, not like changing your allegiance, but, you know what I mean, like your priorities have changed. Um, and it's a major change right, in your life, and your too.
1: responsibilities.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm Yeah. So, yeah, I think we'll, we'll try to find more about that, hopefully.
1: Okay. Yes, we will. Yeah. So, back to Spousal meaning of the body.
0: Yeah, kind of the end of that. Um, the very end of that uh, scripture. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, I thought... No, I, I hit my microphone. That's all. I
1: thought you were going to say something else.
0: No. I wasn't.
1: I've been working on not speaking over people. Oh. I'm not doing a good job.
0: <laughs> that was pretty Except good. Except for
1: that time that yeah. you weren't talking. Hey,
0: that's a start.
1: She tried. She failed.
0: Well, wouldn't say failed. Well, anyways, but yeah, the end of that verse of um, the male cleave to his wife and they shall become one flesh Mm -hmm. uh, is, you know, almost the.
1: Okay. So talk about the one flesh thing.
0: Okay. That that, no, that's okay.
1: (laughs) She tried. She failed. She
0: failed. (laughs) Um. No, I think it's funny cause That it's probably a better place to start, anyways. Uh, that uh, we say we hear that one flesh, right? I mean, it means, right, that these two people are becoming one. It's pretty common. You hear that even in, uh, like, if you've been to a wedding for the most part. Is
1: that- <laughs> <Sorry. You> okay? <laughs> That is going to look really weird on the video. I was trying to stifle a yawn.
0: I could tell, yeah.
1: And it didn't work. Oh. <laughs> and then we had awkward eye contact.
0: <laughs> we really did. Yeah, that was good.
1: Well. Sorry, I'm not it's... yawning because I am bored. I'm yawning because it's 10-10. And on New Year's Eve. I had to try to put a toddler to bed like 60,000 times. Oh,
0: yeah, it's never ending. <sighs> but, um, anyways. Okay, one flash. Yeah, I was gonna say one flash, and again, it's a pretty common phrase I think you hear. Heavily in,
1: repeated in Theology of the Body.
0: Yeah, but also just in life. I think if you've been to a wedding, you, you've probably heard the, right. the phrasing there, that two become one, or and very you know, often, um, flesh.
1: I think there's three places in scripture where it quotes this. Maybe at least, like off the top of my at head, least, yeah, there are three.
0: No, I think I was just reading that to you before.
1: And um, almost always, one of them appears yeah. in the nuptial readings. Yes.
0: I think you're right, because I think, first of all, it's um, <clears throat> excuse me pretty much uh, exactly what Jesus is talking about in um, Matthew uh, 19 Yes. and Mark 10, and then it's also Ephesians 5, Paul is yes. talking about it, and then uh, Corinthians.
1: Is it in Corinthians? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, that no, was the I one think I was unsure like, about. I don't like think it's, it's in Corinthians thir- uh, 13. 13,
0: the one that everybody The one everyone has. picks
1: for their wedding, and...
0: I won't share my. Yeah. <coughs> I don't like it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they take it out of context. They do. Absolutely.
0: But I, I think that's the other place. It's in Corinthians somewhere. If I don't know. I where. think
1: it's in the other Corinthians. That's not. Like, <laughs> the there's two other letters.
0: Corinthians. Yes, sir.
1: No, I can never remember. <laughs>
0: One Corinthians is the is the love, the is, patient, love yeah. is kind. Okay. Yeah, so the second letter.
1: So I think it's in the second letter. Yeah, probably. But that might be something else. Who knows? I mean, obviously. We don't know.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, anyway, it's it's pretty common, I think, to mm-hmm. hear it, and but to understand it, I think it's important that you know, sort of, it does have more than one meaning, in a sense that it's. Because, yeah, it's two people becoming one. It, the same way that a person is body and soul, it's physical and spiritual. Ooh, I like that. This,
1: I've not heard this comparison before.
0: Yeah, I've just this has just happened. I don't know. The Holy Spirit, maybe, is, hey. just, is here. I don't know. Okay,
1: so the same way that a person <clears throat> is body and soul united.
0: Yes, same way that is a person individually, we are body and soul. When two become one... It's both physical and spiritual. Right. So it's that physically, right, that the two become one through the sexual union, mm-hmm. but also um, spiritually. Yes. The two have to become one also, which I think is overlooked or ignored. Yeah. Okay. In a lot of cases. Um,
1: what about biologically?
0: So so biologically there's still two like, separate people. Sorry. I don't know if that's what you meant.
1: <coughs> I should
0: like like not well, say mentally but
1: Okay, I was actually talking about like childbearing.
0: Yeah, I think I know what you're saying. So
1: then the two come together and make one person most of the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes
1: yeah. two or three or five or eight.
0: Yeah, sometimes just depends but but yeah yeah that's also they
1: they don't become they I guess in a sense like another individual is created that's one person
0: yeah the two coming together brings about another
1: another individual right so it applies even if there are multiple children right each individual is An individual
0: who has their own individual relationship with the parents, yeah, true, even identical twins. I did it. You you did the what
1: a biological analogy. Analogy? Oh, okay, yeah, Uh, I don't think analogy is the right word, probably not. Example, I think we'll take it, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) works. Moving on,
0: yep. Um.
1: So that was really good. I, I I like the body and soul union.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Because it, it, it's important. And I think that um, it's just so easy to, to ignore the spiritual side of things in mm-hmm. general. Yeah. Um, and that's just as true in marriage, if not more so than.
1: Oh, it's so easy to ignore the spiritual anything. side of marriage Mm -hmm. i don't think we prayed together for like five years outside of (laughs) like meal prayers prayers
0: and going to mass that's about it
1: we only went to mass attentively together for like a year and a half yep benny was great she would sleep through mass Mm -hmm. up until about a year old yeah Caspian woke up one day at three months old and never missed another event consciously.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, until he got to, like, one and a half and then just slept through the whole day.
1: Except if we weren't home. No, he would be away, that's what I'm saying. He would never miss an
0: event. Event, uh, yeah. So if we were home, he would be asleep. Kid's
1: a great napper at home.
0: (laughs) Only in his... In Happy place.
1: Habitat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Exactly. He's
1: a wild chumpa. Yes. Um. Yeah. But it is really easy to ignore or neglect, even, I think would be a good word mm-hmm. to use the spiritual union that needs to occur between husband and wife. Mm hmm. And I would say we are not in, like, an optimal place even now.
0: No. Better than
1: either. even several months ago.
0: Yeah.
1: But lots yeah. of room for improvement. hmm Definitely. Um, <coughs> okay, so we talked about One Flash. Now... I really want to get, wait, is there anything else you want to add before I
0: Um,
1: steer this conversation? No,
0: go ahead, steer it on.
1: I really want to get to, like, the nitty-gritty definition of spousal meaning of the body. Okay. Because without a proper and thorough understanding of that... Mm-hmm. I feel you can't get too far in theology of the body.
0: Right. Yeah, it's Do very it's it's that? vital. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Sorry, I was just looking at the. Um, it's okay. This part of the theology of the body. It's,
1: it's okay. You can relax. I was just gonna move your mic. Okay. Thanks. Closer.
0: Uh. uh so I think it's kind of where. Jump, I'm like looking right now where John Paul II sort of starts talking about this. Uh. Um, about um, this section in the actual text titled Man and the Dimension of Gift um, where he first kind of talks about this. Uh, and he says uh, uh, he's talking about giving. He says the concept of giving cannot refer to nothing. It indicates the one who gives and the one who receives the gift, as well as the relation established between them. Now this relation emerges in the creation account at the very moment of the creation of man. This relation is shown above all by the expression, God created man in his image. In the image of God he created him. Genesis 1 verse 27. In the account of the creation of the visible world, giving has meaning only in relation to man. In the whole work of creation, it is only about him that one can say a gift has been granted. The visible world has been created for him. The biblical creation account offers us sufficient reasons for such an understanding and interpretation. Creation is a gift because man appears in it, who, as an image of God, is able to understand the very meaning of the gift in the call from nothing to existence. He's also able to respond to the Creator with the language of this understanding. Uh, So, again, I think it's just uh, what, in the simplest way possible, what John Paul II is trying to say here is that man alone among creation has been gifted Is kind of unique existence that everything else has been created has been created for man, whereas the man was not created for the world, right? As much so, Jesus himself said as much, uh, basically. uh, Yes. During time, but um, that uh, it is a gift. It's something that's been given to man that is something that uh, again he didn't bring about by his own power he didn't uh, deserve it or something Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't his right (laughs) it's something that's been given and I think what John Paul II also wants to lay the kind of framework for is that it's not God's not just like here you go you've got it right you know, you're good, it's also man has been created in such a way that he can also respond to this gift, Um, and again, the unique thing of being given free will to choose what to do with this gift, Um, and again, the gift John Paul II is referring to is uh, really our, our own individual existence. Uh, our own lives. Our, our own being. Right? Body and soul. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> Great.
1: That's really good. <laughs> okay. I, was just, yeah. I don't really have a lot to add to that. Um,
0: yeah. Um, and I think, too, uh, part of it is, like, so when you're talking about the spousal meaning of the body, right, it's important that we're focusing that, John Paul II saying that it's only through our own physical existence that we can even, even talk about this, <laughs> because we right. didn't have a body, we wouldn't have a mouth, we wouldn't have vocal cords to talk about, Right. you know, things, however that works, um, And that if we were... You know
1: how that works, right?
0: I do. I guess my (laughs) mind kind of skipped a step. It was like, okay, but God created angels and they can communicate. So how do they... Yes. They don't have mouths. Uh, I don't know.
1: Just thousands of eyes.
0: (laughs) Yes. That's how it works. Uh, But anyways, but that John Paul II saying, uh, no matter what you want to conceptualize, the reality is that we exist physically and it is because of our body, our own physical existence that we can uh, first of all understand that again that we didn't bring ourselves into existence, that our life itself is a gift that's been given to us Uh, again whether you want it or not not to be kind of dark but uh no, I think that's something people question. Is like, yeah, I didn't ask for this. Why do not you know? Uh, to quote yeah. the uh, the late Freddie Mercury. I have no idea
1: where this is. You no, don't?
0: No, I really? really don't. Oh, yeah. Uh, he says, "Sometimes wish I'd never been born at all."
2: Oh my oh, god! Right?
1: <laughs> what do <is wrong> <laughs> you
0: I think it's applicable. Yeah. That I think I think that's a legitimate. Well,
1: his mom had just killed a man.
0: See, I never. I'm still not sure. Did his mom kill a man, or was he telling his mom that he killed a man? Uh, (laughs) you don't know. All right. See, so that's. Anyways. Uh, Again, I. That's not
1: a question I've ever asked myself.
0: I know it's something you gotta think about it but not right now right now thank goodness <laughs> we're gonna go back to that i'm yeah, not gonna we're go not gonna ahead. tangent too hard on that.
1: change the subject from this now it, my it was always on is... subject
0: until you took it off subject
1: you took it to freddie mercury
0: yeah because it applied it was applicable
1: it's so
0: right, i was saying that you know again you're how did
1: i derail this
0: because you got distracted. listeners, let us know. <laughs> Rewind.
1: I did not get us distracted
0: a little bit, but what I was trying to say is that uh, that your life is a, a gift mm-hmm. again. Not in, you know, something I think I've said this to um, the eighth
1: grade, I sure have. Sometime, so. like
0: no, 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 what I'm about to say, well, not what I've said so far. So, okay, hold on. sorry, sorry, sorry. Let sorry. me finish. Go ahead, stop interrupting, I'm talking over.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Would you move on? No,
0: this is too funny to me. Probably to nobody else. Anyways. Yeah, because it's uh,
1: a podcast. They can't see the facial, well, the language of eventually, the Eventually,
0: get the video up. Eventually. Yeah, get They'll on see it, it, slacker. So, anyways, what I was trying to say is that whether you, again, that your life is a gift and that, um, again, what I've said before to young men studying Theology of the Body is that it's... uh, you don't always necessarily like gifts that you're given. Right? Yes. But the
1: you want me to
0: name a few? I'm no. Yeah. Every Christmas we've been together, uh, even up till now, that whatever present I've given you it's a gift Literally you did not, not enjoy. True. I know it's not. Um, but that there is still a proper response to receiving a gift that... Again, you have a choice how you want to respond to it, receiving any gift, even the one you don't like. And
1: response is, it would be d- gratitude. Thank
0: you. Yes, that yeah, it's gratitude. Um,
1: For a genuinely given gift. If somebody's giving you something to be a jerk or manipulative or. Whatever, well, that's
0: different. Yeah, because we're comparing this to God's gift to us.
1: Then you can be. You too can be like Freddie Mercury and. Just kill him. man. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding.
0: Was it him or the mom? I don't know. I don't know
1: but I brought it full circle. Comment
0: down below. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just don't get censored. Why? Or do. I don't care.
0: Why would it get censored?
1: Did you know that like Facebook and Instagram are censoring like if you write killed.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're so, right. Wow.
1: This podcast may not even upload because we've used that word so many times.
0: Killed. All
1: right.
0: Yeah, so. So
1: the proper response is gratitude. It's
0: gratitude to a gift that has been given, in earnest, <laughs> out you. of pure generosity. Um, so again, even, even necessary if
1: necessary distinction.
0: I so here's the thing is I think that because uh, we're talking uh,
1: about God, so obviously.
0: Right, in the the fact of you know a life that is, it is a genuine. gift um and and i only say this because i think that there are a lot of people who question the you know goodness the value of even their own life mm-hmm. some people it goes further to just life in general like what's the point um so i think it's still worth noting that you know even if you don't appreciate the gift uh, it is the nature of it is still a gift, and I'm not. I don't think I'm. I'm saying this. I don't think John Paul II is saying that you necessarily uh, always enjoy having that gift been given to you. Right. Um, but it's something you live with anyway. Either way, and so then it's up to you to decide how do I respond to that. Right. So. And, yeah.
1: So speaking of how we respond with gratitude.
2: Mhm.
1: In this particular context, what would be an example of a proper response of gratitude? Aside from saying like thank you to God in prayer.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, is that a hard question? I no,
0: it. I mean, it, I mean, there's a lot to it. I think, but just to keep it as simple as possible, I think yeah, that's sure one thing is like that's the whole thing prayers of Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> um. But more than it's that, it's actually
1: a sin to not thank God.
0: Yeah.
1: As displayed by the ten lepers. Yeah. True. So, it's in the, it's in multiple examination of conscience that I've used. Did I not thank God for the blessings that he's given me?
0: yeah.
1: Did I take them for granted?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, but well, let's talk actively.
0: Okay, yeah. What, what so. does
1: it look like? Or, or even, maybe not actively, but practically speaking?
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, again, I think just to because we'll probably look at it kind of closer over time, but kind of keep it sort of surface level, big picture, that it's sort of, you know, it's you've received this gift, and I think it is kind of a unique gift in a way, in that you're then, your response should be, you know, again, what do I do with this gift, Uh, and... Again, the best thing you can do is <clears throat> I don't want to put this the wrong way but basically like re-gifting uh, to you know make a gift of yourself to others
1: okay how might one do that
0: well this is where there are many different ways <laughs> where again it can be The smallest thing of, you know, holding a door open for someone.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Or, you know, like, jumping in front of a train push someone out of the way.
1: Alright, I was thinking more broadly and generally. How so? Discerning and following your vocation.
0: Oh, okay. Talk about that.
1: So, vocation is... Uh, obviously, I feel like most people, when they hear the word vocation, they think of priesthood or religious life or maybe, but maybe not even a, I guess that would be included in religious life, but a male religious, I feel like they always get left out. Yeah. Like, are you a priest or a nun? It's like, there are monks and brothers and <laughs> <laughs> fireworks distracting me. Cheap fireworks. Um,
0: Man, that's so weird.
1: Aren't they? Yeah. They do sound really cheap.
0: The, I don't know what that they is. They sound
1: like somebody made them in their garage. I thought they were like bubbles uh, like popping or something. Or yeah. something. Weird. Okay. Um, so, sorry. What is a vocation? Um, so a lot of people think about priesthood, religious life, but... A, or marriage is a vocation. But there's more specific definition that we teach to the and I think it really resonates with the teenagers um because when I was growing up and after I entered the church and was taking theology classes I sometimes felt like I didn't really have a vocation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at that time until I was at whatever age it was just going to be appropriate for me to decide if I was going to get married or become a nun
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and I always felt like it was such a cop out when teachers would be like your vocation is to be a student it's like that's just a thing I have to do (laughs) yeah that's not a choice it's not a
2: a particular calling
1: I mean it is how much you participate but like you legally have to go to school until you're 16
2: right. that's
1: the law so what we teach is that i think this is cohesive with everything that john paul ii says given that i've seen it in multiple theology of the body curriculums is that the vocation your individual vocation includes every aspect every calling every path and decision. Possible in your life. Mm-hmm. And it is the best made, most expedient plan of God's for you to go to heaven, mm-hmm. which is the goal. Right. And so to follow that vocation, however that looks, so like, I'm married, which is my good. sacramental vocation, mm-hmm. but also... I work for the church, which is another part of my vocation. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do this podcast, which we're hoping is part of our vocation. (laughs) But if it turns out that it's not, we will not keep going.
0: Yeah. It'll be obvious or not. I don't know.
1: I don't know. So far, it seems like we're going to keep going. So
0: um,
1: that I think is a very broad direction, I guess.
2: Yeah, seriously. Yeah.
1: Like how can I make myself a gift? How can I show gratitude? you show gratitude for your life by following the will of God, avoiding sin and being virtuous.
0: Yeah, it's, basically, it's like it's about living with purpose. Not just kind of going each day like, you know, just doing whatever you feel like doing. Is it hedonistic? Yeah, hedonistic. Just doing whatever's pleasurable for you. Yeah. Right. That it takes, you know, effort. (laughs) And, you know, this is the whole thing. I know you and father talked to uh, the kids preparing for confirmation about um, that, you know, especially in sacraments that we receive Mm -hmm. right there are graces that are given Mm -hmm. uh but again that Mm -hmm. you're not nothing's going to come out of that if you don't do something with it right and that part of it is preparing yourself beforehand
1: you have to welcome the graces Mm -hmm. utilize them
0: right
1: equip yourself to do both of those things
0: Right and so and again, it's like making these habits, building the virtue, you know um, that you're actively doing something <laughs> to mm-hmm. try to be following your vocation um, that even you don't necessarily know what it exactly what it is, exactly what's right for you Right. Um, I think very few people have that kind of conviction
1: well and you know? I, I think. To that point, just being willing to try something mm-hmm. and see if the door is opened or closed. Yeah. And saying, like, I think I'm supposed to do this, but if it gets shut down, then I'll know that I'm not. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of my new approach because, you know, I'm very controlling. I like to know what's going on and the plan and five years into the future and the best of worst case scenarios.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: to just kind of say okay we're going to try this now and if it doesn't work then we'll know and if it seems to work or we're not hitting Mm roadblocks then we'll keep going until it's shut down yeah and just trusting in God that he will make something that's not part of his plan unavailable to us.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, I think that's a pretty good way to go about things. And because I think part of it, too, is not, like what you're saying, is not to just, you know, just go with whatever you feel like in the moment and see, you know, how it goes. Right. Um, and
1: there have been things that I feel like we've been called to that are incredibly unpleasant. Yeah. Like, I know they're good and they'll benefit us, but I still don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it's become... I don't wanna like say as we've developed more virtue, but as we've striven, is that a word? Strove. Strove. Strive Strived. For virtue. <laughs> it's it's become easier to accept the more unpleasant parts. Mm-hmm. The parts that are so obviously going to make us holy. Mm-hmm. But also tear us well. that like vice out.
0: Mhm. That just makes me think, like, parenting has been the, like, ultimate, like, exactly what you're describing (laughs) for me, of, like, just...
1: I know this is a good thing, but it's going to be really hard. Yeah,
0: but again, that it's gotten easier um, uh, over time, of, like, okay, you can be more patient, (laughs) with the children because overall it's, it's not that like the children have gotten easier
1: <laughs> no they most so certainly have not it. so it's I am just praying you know. that this fourth birthday coming up mm-hmm. is somehow a corner to be turned
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: and maybe God is like no Riley you're not holy enough for me to allow that yeah I have to keep breaking you down, your sense of control and pride and all of these things.
0: Yeah, possibly. I hope so too. But, like, again, that's something that's like, it's, it really is amazing how mm-hmm. you go from, you know, like thinking like before having kids and like what you thought was hard at that point in your life.
1: Yeah.
0: And then to now, it's like wow. That, this is just this is so much more. Mm-hmm. Like, like keeping a tiny person alive, <laughs> and like and well, it takes effort. Um, it's not. It's not easy. Uh, and you know, just have them it's thrive. To,
1: like, eat on a schedule.
0: I mean. I know. I can't imagine.
1: Not cut out it's, for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, And to be
0: woken up every morning at like, sometime between four and eight. Yeah, probably seven thirty usually. Say seven at the latest to someone walking in and just going, Dad, I'm hungry. Just like snacking me until I wake up and do whatever she wants.
1: I think one of the most difficult things for me lately especially like more recently is realizing how not cut out to be a mother I was in that I was not ready to give of myself in that way and like spending time with my children is really hard like, quality mm-hmm. time. Not just being in the house with them. Although, <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. That can be. <laughs> it stretches me.
0: Yeah,
1: But, like, doing bedtime routines that are very long. Especially recently with Benny getting up multiple times. I just mm-hmm. teeter between a, like, resentment and also a, like... God, I know why you're doing this, because I said I wanted to... You know, I want to be a good mom. I want to spend time with my kids. I want to like them. I do like them, for for the record. You love them. I do. I love them. But it's hard sometimes. I think every parent experiences that. Like, There's a particular aspect of parenting, and... Quality time is a very difficult thing for me to begin with, I think. Yeah. And then to have a person who does not necessarily cooperate with the quality time plan Mm -hmm. (laughs) is also very hard. Yeah. But, you know, trying to, I think especially... When Caspian was born in March of 2020, I thought that things were going to move really slow because I was going to have a lot of time with him because I spent a lot more time with him as an infant than I did with Bentley because my job was more conducive to that. Mm -hmm. And it went so much faster
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and I realized that I wasn't appreciating, I wasn't giving thanks for the moments that I had, I was trying to get through them as quickly as possible. I felt so self absorbed. Um, so I'm trying to have more patience in those moments and, like, okay, I will hum or sing an extra verse of this song at bedtime. I will, you know, not just do night prayers and not, you know, get them in bed as fast as possible.
0: Mm hmm.
1: I mean sometimes I I will. Well, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Not every time. Right. And trying to be less self-focused and uh and it seems like the more that I do it, the more I have to do it more than I was already doing it. Yeah. And if I can sound vicious for a second. Mhm. That seems really unfair.
0: It does. I agree.
1: I know why, but Mm -hmm. it's, like, every time I think, I keep bumping my microphone, every time I think that I'm getting better at something, Mm -hmm. it gets that much harder. Yeah. And that is pride.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I forget. I'm trying to remember who it was. It's definitely think if I remember right it's a pretty famous saint um but I think it's like they told someone once uh how did it go um like if I think it was about I don't remember if it was about adoration or just prayer in general but like Mm -hmm. you know pray for an hour um if you don't have an hour pray for two but something like that like that
1: sounds like mother Teresa
0: it does I don't know if that is. I can't remember. And I'm, I'm probably misquoting it entirely. But I think it's kind of along that <clears throat> same thought process of, mm-hmm. you know, it, the more that we need something, the more we have to kind of go through it. Right. So, like, you know, with <clears throat> dealing with, uh, you know, children and, you know, it, Really, anything that you find difficult, mm-hmm. you know the kind of the answer to it is to Do embrace it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's true. For Virtuous.
1: Sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that's what this whole thing is about: mm-hmm. striving for virtue, purifying yourself, your intentions, your actions sanctifying, and honestly suffering here so that you don't have to suffer later.
2: hmm Right.
1: And all of this relates to spousal <laughs> of the body because... Yeah. <clears throat> well, you had mentioned at the very beginning that it often involves sacrifice.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think that yeah.
1: that's driving for virtue but there is a spousal meaning. So, I think one thing that we should clarify, clarify maybe, yeah. or expand on is that spousal meaning of the body applies to every person. Yeah. E- even if that person has a vocation of celibacy.
0: Mhm. Definitely. Yeah, it's uh even no matter what your vocation is, uh it's just it's like what John ball II is trying to say is it's ingrained into each one of us, right Just by the the design of our creation, right. Um, that it's it's inescapable. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so right. those who are celibate kind of live out that spousal meaning of the body mm-hmm. differently. And I forget the exact phrasing that's used, so please correct me, because you'll know exactly as soon as I say it. The kind of prefigurement of the kingdom its built into the celibate call. Mm. No? Oh, man. I don't know. I read this a lot. Or not, I read this a lot, well,
0: but... <laughs> do you have more... Yeah, like how
1: people are celibate here on earth, and it prefigures how we will be in the kingdom of heaven. Right. they're kind of espoused to that vocation, or that union with God. Mm Mm-hmm. They're modeling it.
0: Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, that's like, I mean, that's...
1: That's the whole thing.
0: Pretty much, I think. um because it, it kind of goes back to, it gets referenced a lot with the um, the scripture about when Jesus is confronted, uh, about divorce, or not divorce, That's is it Matthew divorce? 19. Yeah, about, um, it's question, like, you know, if a woman is married to a man, the man dies, and then the law uh, says yeah. that she must marry the brother, and then... All The brothers died, like there's seven of them, and in, her husband in, in
1: heaven.
0: heaven. And Jesus, is like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> first <laughs> Guys, of all, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> first of all, in heaven, there's no need, uh, marriage doesn't exist because marriage is right. meant to be a sign for us, <laughs> right, of something more as a sacrament, um, like any sacrament to a degree, um. Yeah, I think that's which is
1: just another way in which I think, like, oh happy fault, Mm -hmm. heaven is so much better than what we were originally set up with.
2: Mm Right.
1: Because that that union, the spousal meaning of the body, all of that that was instituted before the fall, Mm -hmm. literally right before. It was the last verses of chapter 2.
0: Right, yeah.
1: And so we weren't, from what I can tell, Mm -hmm. going to have a spousal union with God yeah, because of that natural union that existed. And again, Mm -hmm. so like, the reward... So Mm -hmm. because we can fall that much further now the reward is that much
0: greater yeah true because that's what when you look at Genesis that's what it seems like it's like okay God would sometimes come and walk around the garden and come see them and like say mm-hmm. hi uh, but it obviously seems like a different re- relationship than what um, you know we now have in heaven of you know having the, the beatific vision of being directly in the presence of God and again among you know all of the the communion of saints and the angels as well that it's 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 i think clearly so much more um even though it's not originally what was created for us um it kind of ended up <laughs> yeah just being so much more
1: right uh, okay yeah what else about so, your body? There's a lot. There is this a lot. This topic <clears throat> comes up constantly. And there's a lot to unpack. And I don't think we're going to get to or remember no. everything all in one night. Because that would be a really long...
0: Yeah. That's what I was thinking now as I'm kind of looking to make... Maybe we save... Um, we'll probably... I don't know next time, but mm-hmm. soon, uh, kind of focus more on like masculinity and femininity. Oh,
1: yeah, that's gonna be a need, whole yeah. podcast,
0: <clears throat> but I think for now, um, it, it's good to just understand what John Paul II means by mm-hmm. spouse meaning of the body, understand what he means by, um, like the gift. that he refers to again of being you know our own existence um from there taking it to be you know what do we do with that gift right we're called to make the gift we've been given into a gift for others right Uh, so we're called to this this sacrificial love uh again no matter what your vocation is uh that it applies to you and again it's just it's it's stamped in our very being Mm -hmm. um and I think, too, that what kind of goes with this, too, is that, um, you know, just because a lot of people, uh, I think just about anybody who's ever lived, has at least at some point thought, you know, what is, like, the meaning of life? What is the purpose of my life? Um, and that's what John Paul II is getting at. is like, and what, again, really, John Paul II is trying to break down for us of mm-hmm. what, we have like the words of Jesus himself trying to point us to uh that you know we have you know what this kind of source to go to this is what we were meant to be mm-hmm. this is you know again and what we were meant to be and now what we even though we've lost that that it's still what we should strive for
1: right
0: uh in the original experience
1: yeah, and saying like this so. This, these sections of Genesis answer questions for us, like you said. Mm-hmm. Who am I? What is my purpose? And if we can find out who we are, our purpose will be revealed through mm-hmm. that.
0: Right. Yeah, and again, kind of like what you were talking about before is that it's really about, you know, each one of us taking this responsibility on ourselves to... Um, be trying to you know live out our vocation at mm-hmm. all times uh, to be you know that's what we should be striving for uh, and that's what we should be acting like <laughs> we're right. focused on um, and I think that's something that we'll come to a little bit later in theology of the body is you know that's what Jesus himself is calling us to is calling us to Uh, You know, not necessarily perfection, Mm -hmm. right? Because again, God knows we are affected by sin. He's not expecting perfection out of any of us. Um, But really, that we are doing our best and not, you know, we're not just doing what we think we can do to like get by, Mm -hmm. uh, but really, truly, you know, genuinely wanting to uh, do what's best, um, you know, mostly do what's best for others. Right. And that's again just through love <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I think that I mean that's pretty good. I think that place of, to kind of leave yeah <laughs> with we don't sponsoring the body.
1: overload
0: right because again I think there'll be a lot more to to take out of this too
1: right um okay closing segment
0: closing segment. Are you ready?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna okay. do the I'm gonna go. the usual promotional awkwardness. <laughs> yes, you do that. While you get the mountain dew. Um I don't know why I was just gonna casually talk to you. I realized we're still on <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Love you. Uh so Please like, subscribe, share, follow, etc. We are really enjoying this and we want to keep doing this. We would love for you guys to check out our Patreon and please consider uh, donating either one time or monthly would be really cool because that means that we can do more stuff and get better equipment. Um, and I, Sean showed me stats today.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> and that was really awesome. We have some regular listeners, subscribers, I don't
0: know. Uh, followers. It broke this it down thing.
1: in that many word. different ways. And yeah. that was really good.
0: Yeah, and in all all over the, the world.
1: All over the world. Yeah, cool. well, Europe and... Yeah, the Western Hemisphere. English
0: speaking countries.
1: Yeah. France is. They speak English. They do. Is it Brussels, France, and. Yeah, uh, Brussels, Paris, and.
0: Paris, Dublin. Dublin,
1: So shout out to (laughs) whomever is listening over there. That's really cool. Yep. Um, (laughs) And also everyone else who's listening.
0: Yeah. Uh, Indeed, I guess.
1: honestly I'm surprised anyone is listening so yeah. th- that was awesome
0: it's not just us
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. thank you very much and we hope that you keep listening because I think it's only going to get better
0: I think so it'd be yeah. hard to get worse <laughs> it'd be impressive
1: that would be we'd have to try to be bad
0: yeah that's true We probably would.
1: If you think we're bad now, we're not trying to be bad, so just imagine how much worse it could be. Good. Donate to our Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm bad at pitches. Asking for money is really awkward, though. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But.
0: Unnecessary evil.
1: Yes. And uh, we would love to have sponsors for our episodes. Mm -hmm. We can promote your business or Sean last episode offered to promote your dating profile? <laughs> no.
0: Probably not. What, I you did walking
1: I, back on that? Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, kind of said it. I mean, I, I guess I still would.
1: First but, five <clears throat> people to contact us good. about that. We'll only do five. Okay. It will cost you.
0: <clears throat> Alright. I mean, yeah. That's the point. Mountain
1: Dew ain't free, yo.
0: It's true. Inflation on Mountain Dew is crazy. Do
1: you know when I <laughs> bought those four bottles of Mountain Dew, it was almost $9? Yep. Yeah, I believe
0: it. It's
1: crazy. So, anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Right. Yeah. That's everything.
0: Please support us.
1: <laughs> Please support. In some way. Sharing, liking, subscribing interacting with us on the socials is all cool. Yep. But uh, honestly, to me, it's just as cool as Patreon. Yeah. Um, there's some perks on Patreon, though.
0: Yeah, we're getting a lot of things together now. Yes. To increase that experience yes. for patrons.
1: We're behind several, the scenes. I've created several wine-themed tiers yes. of patrons. So you should at least go chuckle at my... Yes.
0: Yeah. At my break <laughs>
1: mental mental breakdown. Mental <laughs> breakdown. Something. It's you fine. Know. Okay. Let's start the segment. I'm terrified. I'm almost right. like really scared.
0: I don't know why. Especially now. Like you know there's a one in three chance of what it is.
1: I forgot what I bought. Well, that's. I funny. specifically didn't read them. I only looked I guess, at the colors. Yeah.
0: Well, that's up to To make sure so, that
1: there were different ones. Because also, yeah. it would be weird if I walked in a quick trip and just like <laughs> walked around with my eyes closed.
0: Yeah, you can't do that. That's for sure. Ma'am,
1: this is a Wendy's. This is a quick trip.
0: It's a quick trip. All right. All right. You ready?
1: Yeah. Did you open it already?
0: No. Because now it's time to to talk about Mountain Dews.
1: I'm talking about Mountain Dews, baby. All
0: right, let me find it. Close your eyes. Where it? Here it comes. I'm opening it. Oh my. Oh my
1: god, please don't explode it. It didn't, it was fine. I almost opened my Ooh, eyes. That's
0: pungent. All right.
1: Oh, pungent is not the word no, I wanted to hear. No, it's
0: Give it a whiff, get get a waft. Oh, it's like uh, smoking, it's like, <laughs> I don't know what this kind of Mountain Dew is myself.
1: Okay. Have you ever had this one? Oh
0: yeah, many a time.
1: But Then why?
0: It just—it's been a while.
1: It actually—it's not. I don't know. Yeah. It smells sweet.
0: I guess pungent wasn't. It was just overpowering.
1: I, it's not as strong to me, but I That's think weird. one of my like sinuses are.
0: <laughs> okay, just drink it.
1: It's fine. It's good.
0: You don't have to snort it. Just drink it.
1: Whoa. <laughs> this went from being family-friendly to... what is it is never family-friendly.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thoughts? Oh, okay, well, going back for seconds. That's a first. A better-than-one first.
1: That's not true. I always do two sips. Do you? Yeah, they're just not Uh-oh. as... I don't want to say impassioned. (laughs) (laughs) This is... Berry something. (laughs) Berry something. I'm pretty sure it's the blue one. Okay. As a rule, I like all things blue. (laughs) True. This one is... I still, like, I just don't really like soda. Yeah. Can I open my eyes? Yes. Okay. <laughs>
0: you were right. It's the blue one. Voltage. Voltage.
1: Oh, charge, charged with, with rasp- raspberry, citrus flavor, and ginseng. Yeah. And other natural flavors. Mm-hmm. Which don't, if you don't want to be grossed out, don't Google what natural flavors <laughs> yeah. means. Yeah. Um, mm.
0: It's
1: a little red pill for y'all. Good. Um,
0: yeah it's technically an energy drink
1: oh no oh cause voltage
0: it's the ginseng or however you pronounce it oh
1: good I should we should really do this at the beginning cause then I won't you yawn awkwardly yeah, in sure. the middle
0: I yawned a few times I don't know it was probably noticeable it's good though so
1: it is something I might finish
0: yeah let me let me say it so this is the one Uh this is one of the ones I've had a lot because Mm -hmm. at Franciscan in um the pub as I think it's formerly known yeah anyone who's gone there they. that they only had like regular Mountain Dew which is like no don't get that Mm -hmm. or they sometimes have voltage or the red one and um this was, like, the one that we would get.
1: This one, The we. Yeah. You and your cronies.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it, yep.
1: It's like any other, like, blue raspberry-flavored soda yeah. drink thing. Mm-hmm. Which... Is a high compliment for Mountain Dew, because mm-hmm. every other one has been terrible. Now, I'm going to be yeah. honest, I don't really like Baja Blast that much.
0: That's very terrible, but, but yeah.
1: Well, don't drink that, though.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's why that was why I picked this one, because I think last time you said, like, I really can't wait to try the blue one. And I was like, well, You're let's tough. try it.
1: You gave me the green one last time, because father was mad.
0: Look, there. It doesn't matter. You gotta try it anyway. So. It's true. Anyways, well.
1: I like it, okay, on a scale of Mountain Dew scale.
0: Just Mountain Dew. Purely Mountain Dew. Purely Mountain
1: Dew. The pink one that you gave me the first time mm-hmm. was like a negative five. Yep. Okay? Yep. Baja Blast, and what was the Tequila Sunrise or something? I'm sorry? <laughs> what was the orange one from Taco Bell?
0: Oh, um... I can't really... It's orange cake or something. Okay. I don't know. The orange one.
1: That one was like a two. Baja Blast is like a three. Wow. Mountain uh, What Dew does it go up to? Original. Ten.
0: Wow, you think original is better?
1: No, I did it out of order. Mountain Dew okay, okay. original I is, like zero, is like a I zero. It's like a level zero. So, two fathers' complaint yeah. is the base.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Um, this is like a. See, it's hard because, like, maybe it's a ten for Mountain Dew.
0: Yeah, you can. But like right amend now, your I want to
1: put it at like a six. Okay. So. If you've never had Mountain Dew and you're thinking about trying it, just start with the blue one and don't go anywhere from there. <laughs> yeah, or try the not. terrible ones, don't get hooked, move on with your life, and drink water.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they still have it. i have to find... Um, there was a really good white one for a while. It was good.
1: That sounds sketch.
0: No, it was good. Okay. I think you'd like it, like, kind of similar to this one. Hmm. But, anyways...
1: Was it, like, the Purple Rain Gatorade?
0: No. Purple Rain.
1: It was, like, rain-flavored, I swear.
0: (laughs) Does that just mean it was, like, made with tap water? No,
1: no, it was, it was, like... It wasn't in the like original line of Gatorade. Yeah. It was in like one where there were three specialty flavours. There was like blue, red, and purple. Okay. And they looked like this is gonna sound so unappetizing, but like greyed uh-huh. a little bit. Okay. Okay. And so it was like purple but it was like lavender coloured.
0: Gotcha. I think I know the okay, one you found about. And
1: I swear it was something rain, hmm. but now I've ended up <laughs> with Prince. Yes. Good. So uh, there here's, was a blue version.
0: Here's the question: What? Do you know why they call it Gatorade?
1: Yeah, because it was developed <laughs> at. The, oh my gosh. Not Florida State. What? University Maybe of Florida. I actually don't know. It's the green and orange one with the gators. The gators. Yeah. Gosh, there are people I work with who are going to be upset about that, but yeah. it's fine. That's okay. It was developed for them.
0: hmm Yeah. So. That's why they call it Gatorade.
1: I'm pretty sure. Are you saying that like Mark?
0: No, it's, a, it's from an old commercial. Oh, okay. From Gatorade.
1: Mark got his entire persona
0: maybe it's supposed to be like a southern because they're like southern oh interesting Florida
1: yeah okay that makes sense um I distinctly recall watching a documentary on Gatorade wow
0: good for you maybe that's where we'll go after Mountain Dew no
1: (laughs) hard pass no
0: good okay
1: alright I'm already poisoning myself. Yeah. This is so bad for you.
0: Yeah. You'll be fine. It's okay.
1: One Gatorade a week. Gatorade. Like, one, one Mountain two Dew. Two sips of Gator. No, sorry. Two sips of Mountain Dew oh. per week.
0: Yeah, I think you'll be okay. Your body can probably handle it. I don't know.
2: Look,
0: my body can handle it. For years straight. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Alright.
1: Sorry, that was a long segment on Mountain Dew.
0: It was. We kinda we tangented.
1: Tangented.
0: Yeah.
1: Alright. Yep. Good night everyone. Good night. Good day. Happy New Good Year tomorrow. Nope. We <laughs> wish them happy new year last time. Happy uh, This is gonna air on January sixth.
0: Happy right? uh, January sixth.
1: No. Two, three, four, five, six. Six
0: Sixes,
1: right? It is. Yeah. I did it. You got it. No, it's airing on the seventh. Really?
0: It's tomorrow's the first. I'm
1: going to look it up right now. It doesn't matter. We air every Friday. You guys always know that. Tomorrow's the first. Everyone who listens knows that. It's the seventh. Really? Yeah. How does
0: that math work?
1: Because Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, man. I know. Well. Okay,
0: the 7th. It is then.
1: Now that we've lost all credibility.
0: Yeah, that really...
1: For counting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. We never made promises about math, okay? I never
1: made promises about anything. I I, pretty much came out of the gate saying this could be terrible.
0: We're just enthusiasts. We're
1: doing this thing... And that's it. <laughs> Good night.
0: That's the way the cookie crumbles.